0: Ride from Thirsty. So he decided to go into Thirsty, get washed, shaved, have breakfast, take a nap, and call on the man that wrote the letter. It was maybe seven o'clock when he rode in. The town looked deserted, and the doors of the livery stable were closed, so he walked around back, looking for signs of life. He was back there when he heard a wagon rumbling down the main street at a furious pace. He trotted out front in time to see the wagon scoot past. The driver was laying a whip on the horses, and six rough-looking men were sitting in the wagon bed, laughing fit to bust. Hank stood and watched the wagon disappear up the street, with its tailgate flapping behind. Then, looking up the street from whence the wagon had come, he saw what looked like a large wooden box lying in the street. It was kind of odd, to say the least, seeing the big, barefooted character crawl out from the bottom of the box and come stomping toward him in long johns. Hank sauntered out to meet the guy. "'Excuse me, sir, could you tell me?' That's as far as he got. The other guy laid a fist like a sledgehammer on him, and Hank went flat out in the street and stayed there. When Hank came to, he found himself on the floor of the saloon ignored by the small group of patrons who were having a back-slapping good time. Hank sat up and felt his jaw to see if it was still in one piece, then crawled up on a chair. One of the other patrons noticed him and came over. "'Have a beer, my friend,' he said, handing him a mug. "'I'm Sam Ibsen. The general store down the street is my place.' "'Hank Jones,' said Hank, shaking hands. "'And uh, thanks for the beer.' "'I suppose you're wondering what all happened out there in the street?' Sam asked. "'That's a fact,' Hank agreed. "'Well, sir, I know it all because I got some hints yesterday about it,' Sam said, drawing up a chair. "'That feller that hit you, that's Calvin Cluett, the roughest, meanest critter you ever want to meet. "'Old Cal built himself an outhouse, hanging out over a little stream that runs into Crystal Creek.' He built it that way so as the creek would wash things away and he'd never have to move his outhouse. But the miners downstream, oh, they didn't like it one bit. They'd be panning for gold and and come up with the wrong color. Some of the boys asked Cal, polite like, would he please move his outhouse? And Cal just told them outhouses was built that way over to Gilmore and Tendoy, and that's the way he was going to stay. Then he chased everyone off. That's when the boys got their heads together and decided what they ought to do about it. When Cal went out to his outhouse this morning and closed the door, they snuck up on the place and nailed two stout poles to it, one in front blocking the door and the other in back. Then they just picked up the whole thing with Cal locked in, ranting and raving like a penned bull. Sam broke off the tale as he erupted into laughter, tears streaming down his cheeks. The boys at the bar joined in, and it took hold of Hank, too. They hustled him down to a wagon, drove it straight into town, and dumped the outhouse and all right where you saw it. Sam struggled with a belly laugh that wanted out. I ain't never seen anything so funny as old Cal crawling out through the bottom hole of that outhouse on the main street in his drawers. Tail done, Sam let himself go, laughing fit to bust, along with everyone else in the room. When, at long last, Sam had about gotten hold of himself again, Hank said, "'Crawled out through the bottom hole, did he?' And the whole room broke up again. They'd hardly gotten their breath back when Jason, the bartender, said, "'Imagine an outhouse giving birth to something that big and ugly!' Hank Jones was sitting there, sore-jawed, teary-eyed, weak from laughing, and still wearing all the dirt and unshaven beard he'd brought into town that morning, when Sheriff Johnson came in, looked him over and said, That is you under all that dirt, ain't it, Hank? Yeah, Mike, it's me, Hank agreed, rising to shake hands. Well, let's take a little walk, Sheriff Johnson said. Why don't you come along too, Sam? When they were outside, Sam said, I reckon you're the feller Mike said he was going to send for, Hank. Is that so? Mike sent for me. Hank agreed. Let's go on down to the jail where we can talk private. Sheriff Johnson said, "I haven't got any customers in there just now." What they discussed when they got down to it was the fact that Hank Jones had come to take over the sheriff's job. Ordinarily, that would have called for.